Hello, it's Friday the 28th of December in the year of our Lord 2023. I'm broadcasting from sunny Tenerife. I'm on holiday here, but I'm having a break because we're going to cover part two of the P. Diddy season. Obviously, we had Mark Devlin on last week to discuss hip-hop in general and look at the, the history of hip-hop, where Diddy came from, how all this gangster rap started, why they wanted to do it, why they wanted kids to not have wholesome songs, but to have some songs that have come in from the jails and giving kids, you know, glorifying drugs, violence and everything else. So we covered that. I'm keen because we've got a big, long story to tell. And today we're doing something a bit different. We're going to talk about somebody who's very much involved and is going to be very, very important this year. He's involved in the Diddy case with regards to Cassie, who is the one who opened this whole can of worms and her, her um, court case, the, the documents are out there. She did settle with Diddy but the court documents are there. There's also a lot of information about the gentleman that we're discussing tonight called Jonathan Oddie. So before we get right into it, we've got no cat tonight because she's busy. So I've got my one of my favorite Americans. Obviously we've got Dave Summel, stop hate, but my other sister, I don't know, she's just become like a best friend, even though she's miles and miles away across the pond, the wonderful Christine Miner. Her and I have been down rabbit holes tonight for me, four or five in the morning, when we've been sitting up and it's been, she's been telling me, dude, you've got to go to bed. Christine <laughs> is the angel. The, she's, we're going to come on and talk a lot about faith because Christine, one evening we stayed up talking and we actually recorded it, which I probably will let out. It was about three and a half hours, wasn't it? Oh, every bit of that, maybe more. Maybe more. Anyway, hello, darling. Thank you for coming and co-hosting. You are now officially part of Liberty Tactics anyway. Oh, well, thank you so much. And thank you for having me. And I I really was excited about this story because somehow, um, you know, there's so much happening in the world and you think you know, but you don't know what you don't know. And no, sometimes... The news, let me apologize if you all hear any background noise on my side. I'm sorry. <laughs> while while Kat couldn't join us, I do have a kitten <laughs> that has. And so if I apologize ahead of time for any toy noise. But well, I, uh, because mine's, I'm pretty echoey, I think. I might even go and try and sit outside. It might be a bit better because I'm in a very big room. Yeah, um, in Tenerife, so I'm going to actually get up and move. So, Christine, I'm going to mute in a minute because you and I, as we said, we went down this really dark, deep, dark rabbit hole. And like, because you've been awake for so long, you've had downloads from God, literally had downloads from God, right. and um, you thought you knew everything. You've been taken down the down the tunnels prophetically, and. Um, and you thought you knew everything. And this has been like a bit of a eye opener. And I know why are, we covering, why are we covering celebrities? Well, this case is going to be as big as Epstein's. It's going to link so much together. So that much. Beauty. That is such a, I mean, it's a power statement. You're so right. I was so grateful to be a part of this because I had missed it. I, I had not heard. Now, I live right here. I mean, I'm in America. I hadn't heard about the Trump Doral shoot. No. I'd never heard of it. Didn't know what even happened. Dean had never heard of it. We were like, how did we miss this? This is a huge story. How did it, we miss that? It's amazing what they what they cover and what they don't in the States. And then as you and I are even researching, we're finding that that I can say, oh, go look at this site. And you're like, that's behind a paywall. I can't even pull it up. Yeah, And it's some things you can access that I can't hear. So it is interesting. And it's a lot of fun to dig together because we can get around some. <laughs> so, it, it, yeah, it's definitely been a journey. So let's start it off. So as we said, it, all this P. Diddy stuff started coming up when uh, a girlfriend called Cassandra that's my bad for not having a surname in front of me. She's the famous pop star. She's Ventura. Old... Cassie Ventura. Yeah. And she made a lawsuit. She she 
she put in a lawsuit and uh, it's dark, it's dirty. She explained how she and Diddy used to make her choose male escorts. And in this lawsuit, it explains that they would have these sex parties called freak-offs where Diddy would make Cassie go out and choose the escort and he would sit there and direct their sex sessions and get involved. Very dark, very dirty. But there was a gentleman who was involved in these freak-offs that came to mine and Christine's attention when I was watching a fantastic girl in America called Tissa Tells. And she mentioned this name of a gentleman called Jonathan Oddy, who was arrested back in May of 2018. And he wasn't arrested with anything to do with Diddy. With this part, I'm going to pass this over to Christine. She's gonna talk about the arrest. She is going to talk about, um, she's going to talk about the arrest. She's going to talk about um, who this person is. She is going to explain why he's relevant. He's, she's going to discuss also what the police tapes, because out of the blue, police tapes were released. And um, without further ado, Christine, over to you. Thank you so much. So, yeah, I, like I said, this was a brand new story to me. When we started talking about this, I'm like, wait, who, what? And I, I am not a rap fan, so I don't know celebrities. I don't know who's who. I couldn't have told you who P. Diddy was or who Cassie was when I started digging on this. Not So when I say I, I came at this with fresh eyes, I'm talking zero preconceived opinions. I just hadn't heard about any of it. So, I watched the interrogation of Jonathan Odie, <clears throat> or Odie, I'm not sure how you pronounce his last name correctly, but uh, with the Miami-Dade police, and it was May 18th, 2018. He starts off, and, and now keep in mind, it's 2018 when they when they did this interrogation video. What was the interrogation over? So why? Let's start. So it's May 2018th. And why, just... why is Jonathan Ollie in police cells? Okay. He had gone to the Trump Doral uh, Hotel in Miami-Dade and had put a flag over the counter, ran through the place, Pulled a fire alarm, apparently, uh, just kind of caused a ruckus and chaos and and had a gun, apparently. And I'm not sure if he ever got a shot off. Even I think he was firing at cops. Maybe he got shot three times in the leg by the security. I'm and I apologize because I kind of figured everybody probably knew what happened there but me. So I was more interested. I don't. In I've never heard of it either. I didn't know about Isn't it. Isn't that weird, right? So I'm not convinced. I, I'll be honest. Well, it may be a little early for that, but I'm not convinced. And there is, like in this interrogation video, it starts off with a surveillance video of exactly what happened. But it looks like a comedy. It really does. Okay. It looks like a joke. It, it, it's, you have a hard time taking that serious. And then instantly they start, you know, talking to him, at, you know, that he gives his name, Jonathan Odie. He um, speaks of the time that they're living in, in 2018. They had just sent Stormy Daniels after Trump. Right? So that whole thing is going on that fake news, okay? So there was all this mess with Stormy Daniels and they were really trying to get Trump and tie her to him and do this whole this whole thing. And he mentions, he's like, okay, Trump was embarrassed, you know, that, that has he seen her? Yeah, has he met her? Yeah, but I mean, just 
this story was just, you know, embarrassing. It was just a lot. The story was just disgusting. And absolutely- it was. It was so ridiculous. I mean, it was just over the top. Yeah. And again, you go back to so much of what we see in these psyops are so over the top. You know, they're just outlandish. And and if it, <laughs> some of this stuff is, I, I'm not convinced that it's reality. But at any rate, he starts talking. And he just starts, he's like a whistleblower all of a sudden. He just goes into this confession of who's who, what they're doing, how this whole thing came about, and how he ended up where he did to meet Cassie. So what happened is he said that P. Diddy, DJ Khalid, and Rick Ross are all gay. That DJ Khalid is actually tied to Hamas, funny enough. And that Cassie Ventura, when she met, um, this is how off I was, when she met, I guess, Puff Daddy or Sean Diddy Combs or whatever his name is, he was 37. She was 19 when they met. Yeah. He, he signed her to his record label. He signed her to his record company. However, as soon as she turned 21, now, I'm sorry, if you're grooming someone for two years, you're already a pedo. Okay? They weren't. That's absolute nonsense. They came out as a couple. Of so I will forevermore refer to him now instead of Sean P. Diddy or Puff Daddy or whatever he thinks his name is. He is, he's just pedo. Pedo Diddy. Okay? <laughs> that's, that's who he's going to be to me. P equals pedo. So he's 37 years old. She's 19. When he's 39 and she's 21, he forcibly kisses her and she rejects him. But he's not having that. And she's not. So he ended up buying her two homes and a really fancy car so that he could cage his bird and keep her under control. And she would do whatever he wanted her to do. And he started forcing her into freak-offs where he would force her to do sexual acts against her will with other people, be it male prostitutes or whatever. So they, he gave her, he, and it's the same MO with him. As you start researching him, every one of his, his people that he's, you know, signed up under Bad Boy Records, they're all singing the same song. He grooms you, he buys you expensive things, he tells you he's got all the money, you don't need your money, he's going to pay for everything, he's got you, don't worry about it, forces you to do things you don't want to do through ecstasy, cocaine, GHB, ketamine, marijuana, alcohol, whatever. It's just they're going to keep you sedated and use your body like they want to. And that's what it is. You just become a sex slave. Period. You want to make it? You're a sex slave. So his ex-wife, of course, is Kim Porter. Um, what I found very interesting in this, I don't know if you remember the story about Elijah McLean. Elijah McLean, I don't know who that is. Remind me. He was a he was just a kid. I mean, just I can't remember how old he was, but he was young and he was handcuffed by the police and the EMT and injected with, I think, ketamine, which is a dissociative drug that they use in anesthesia. Okay? So when you're taking mind-altering drugs or dissociative drugs, you know, it's going to separate your memory. It can fragment parts of you where it really messes so you don't have a very clear memory of what you're doing, what's being done to you, that kind of thing. You kind of wake up in a fog. So I think it's very interesting that their drugs of choice yeah. would be propofol and ketamine, which was found in Michael Jackson's autopsy, just propofol, mm -hmm. and 
it it kind of it just tie it starts tying in so many people like Harley Pasternak and Kanye, the sex slaves, the blackmail, the drug, the boule. It brings you back to the secret societies and all that, right? Exactly. So so Perv Diddy <laughs> is a part of the boule, the black secret society. And what Audie said was that back in the day, Trump was part of the elite crowd, obviously, ran in the same circles, being wealthy and that whole thing, and had obvious access to everybody we're speaking of, and everyone loved him at that time. However, they were expecting him to let HR see off Hillary off and just kind of you know work for them yeah Trump didn't do that I mean we haven't heard much on HRC but I don't think that's over but I don't don't think Clinton's over she she ain't over there's going to be something coming back and I do believe he will keep his promise about putting her in jail definitely because of the influence and as yeah. we, as you say, the boule, right, they're involved in everything, in every part of the record industry, in every part. And, it, and it's like the elite, they're involved. There's somebody, look at the justice system over there, your FBI, your CIA. You know, as you, it's wow. not going to clean the swamp in four years straight. They've had 16, 20 plus years to get everybody in these places. And it's been a slow process. It's also been a process of people waking up. Right. Right. And so much of this is tied to just these, it's like the spider web of the same people. (laughs) It's just the same people over and over and over again. And they link to here, us in the UK, they're linked to to the, you know, that Mark DeTrue case that I'm always going on about that happened in the 80s. Oh, yeah. And then it'll, you know, it's going to bring in royalty. Yeah, Belenciaga, Marina Abramovich, you know, it gets, it goes around and around and around. And this Jonathan Oddie, I mean, you've got the transcript of his entire police interrogation, which you're kind of giving him to now. So where Trump didn't go to plan, so he was up in the elite, he didn't go to Epstein Island, we know that. We know that he was on a plane. He rented. He rented Jeffrey Epstein's plane for a trip one time, I believe. That's it. And the FBI or the or Virginia Dufresne's uh, barrister, lawyer, whatever, Trump was the only person that would come out and give information on. And Jeffrey Epstein may well have been, Jeffrey Epstein may well have been one of his best customers at Mar-a-Lago. But as soon as he made a move, on a young girl, which I think it was Vanessa Dupre or it was somebody, because she right. was working at Mar-a-Lago, he banned him from every single club everywhere. Yes, he did. Okay? So, you know, the mainstream media will push out that Trump was always at these parties. They always put Trump in pictures with Jeffrey Epstein. But he's going to be in those photos. Trump Tower, Trump was a billionaire, the high society pictures. They all worked in those circles. Trump right. did say when people asked him about Epstein, he likes the young girls and he was speaking. He was speaking to the FBI. So all of you lot who keep coming back with Trump and Epstein, do your research first. Really? Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. So con- continue. So you, they, they're expecting Trump to play ball. He doesn't. Continue from there. They, they, he had called them out enough and, and for long enough. I mean, he's been speaking out very openly, easily since the 80s and probably before. But but he's been very vocal since the 80s on his stand, and it has not changed. And so what's beautiful about that, you know, is you can look back. And I mean, <laughs> you know, you can find things where he has said, you know, I, I would rather not run for president but if i really feel like my country needed me i would and he did and we're so grateful but um i just at this point he's talking about how they really thought 
Donald Trump would would just either it's either going to go one way or the other real big. He's either going to work for us and this is great, but it doesn't look that way and it's making us nervous because we wanted Hillary in and he's already thrown her under the bus and it, it scared him. When he got elected, it was not supposed to happen. They thought that they had that election rigged. People showed up so big for him and I think our our military saw to it that that, that election was was right you know because it had to be it had to be or that would have been the end of us and we would have all gone down knowing nothing i mean think think about that if trump had never come on the scene oh it's frightening frightening to think so come on let's get on with jonathan so he said that this is all in the police interrogation up to now we have gone off track but sorry who was who was the police by this for the shooting sitting in the interrogation all of a sudden starts spilling the beans on how he was employed by diddy as basically a sex slave yes okay terrified and he started then bringing about talking about trump saying that they expected hillary to get in continue yeah so he did say that you know, he now knows that, that they're going to have to kill Trump. And it's a mental pre-programming. And, and he said, uh, just to get into this, everything is hidden, you know, in plain sight. His, hang on, I'm skipping ahead to where you just left off so I can get there. I'm sorry. So when uh, Odie was working at a strip club. This is a really weird, this is so weird. This place is called the Dancing Bear. And he had, uh, it basically, it's not just, this is not like a Chippendales. When, you know, when we think strip club, I think, you know, some of us are a little more tame than what we're, what we're prepared for. No, it's basically a live orgy session uh like a swingers club isn't it people can choose who they want. that's really what it is it's you're gonna get up close and personal things are gonna happen you're not just there to witness something it is participatory <laughs> everybody participates so this gets really wild because uh apparently what would happen is Diddy would swing by this place with Cassie and say, pick one, you know, or he would pick one and they would take them home and she would have to do whatever with whoever as Diddy instructed. That is how they are connected to Jonathan Odie. They came into the dancing bear and picked Jonathan Odie. And he now, was... During that time, he said, when he's he's looking at these cops and he's like, look, they said, how do you know? How do you know all this? And he said, because I was a freaking sex slave. <laughs> I, they picked me up at the Dancing Bear. They took me home. I saw it all. I heard it all. While he's having me do all this stuff to Cassie, he's on the phone or on the computer or talking on like a Zoom call or something over the TV. While he's giving us instructions what to do, he's doing business on the other end while masturbating. That's how he does it. And, you know, and I was just like, whoa. So, anyway, so he how gets... How long was he with them for? How long did... How long was he participating in all, all of these free calls? Because he was obviously at all the big Diddy parties as well, wasn't he? Okay, the P. Diddy parties go on for days. But yeah. this is a lifestyle now once they selected him he was there i mean it's kind of like you're a live-in at that point you're just when when somebody says go you go and so that's kind of what happened is he was the go-to and so yeah yeah so this became a relationship with these two and he was involved in all kinds of things with them you know, and he, he went on to say that they just, 
Diddy would would have meetings with other people, like video conferencing people, while these things are happening, and they can see what's going on in the background. He didn't care. He didn't care. That was just, you know, I mean, it, it says a lot about just, you know, how sick and demented. How sick, yeah, and how many, I mean, and he was literally is listening to certain business deals, wasn't he? Charging the bourgeois and the Illuminati and everything else and trafficking. Is that not right? Is this, this is all in the interview, isn't it? We're not saying in court, this is what you've listened and transcribed that interview. Yeah, he said that um, now uh, Odie's attorney is Christopher Leon, but he said that, that Odie said he had sex with Cassie and Sean or Cassie over, you know, 15 times. He said he heard a lot of business and to verify it, he said, if you want to verify this, I, I got herpes and I sued him and I won. So. There's that. It's on court record that he won that case against Diddy. So then it, you get into talking more about some of these. Um, hang on. Give me a second. I'm reading. I'm trying to find the link I'm looking for here. Oh, that was it. He starts talking about HRC and Obama and how. After the the uh, they had the CIA after Trump with the whole Indonesia Hawaii CIA they basically invented Bin Laden. He said it was never. And he just goes into so many things, but he was talking about it was always Obama. Bin Laden was a psyop. It was Obama calling the shots for nine eleven. Whoa. I don't remember you telling Obama was called. He wasn't even in. Exactly. The Bushes were. But the connection had already been made. And it was Obama calling the shots and, and the Bushes. And Bin Laden was just some innocent guy that got killed during that whole thing. Yeah. So um, he yeah, talked about as well, didn't they? They like to export Diddy's drug of choice, apparently, is the liquid code. I'm going right now. Yeah. He said that it was um, the hip hop and rap agenda, you know, that got Tupac killed. He's a, but wait, Tupac's not dead. And I'm like, wait a minute, what? <laughs> said, no, no, no. He's alive and well in Cuba. He's in like, Witness protection, basically. <laughs> he's, he's in, yeah, he's in Cuba. And he said they had an agenda to move drugs all across the U.S. So what they did is started the hip-hop and the rap agenda to make all these, now get this, make all these kids rich, right? Tattoo their faces, brand them so you own them, right? And then... Give them these little hip-hop careers where they make all this money and they've got all the jewelry and they've got the private jets. Well, with their private jets, they can move MDMA and coke and liquid cocaine. I mean, come on. Yeah. That's how they're moving drugs across the U.S. Through private jets. So... I was just, again, I mean, they're so, he really touches on a lot. He said, he said, if you think that when Madonna said, why hasn't somebody just blown up the White House already? You know, he said, if you don't think that was a direct message to kill Trump, you're so wrong. Like, like this is what they're doing. They have to have him dead or they lose. There's no way to win with Trump in because we're with him. The military's with him. They know it. They are losing control so bad. They are freaking out so bad. And that's why everybody's expecting a black swan event coming up soon, right? So all back. I can't, I just need to just for the listeners, you need to understand this is all go back to 2018. 
Now, this is in 2010, and this is a police interrogation in a police station. So he's not in front of a judge. He is just in the police station spilling the beans. Now, bearing in mind, he's just been arrested for running into a Trump hotel and shooting up. My question, Christine, could that have been done because he was getting scared for his life? Because Cassie, all the all the allegations and everything about Diddy, yes, there was talk with Professor Griff, all, you know, through the years of my research, they, you know, there've been stories about Diddy, but do you think this guy was scared for his life because of the information he had? He had just been paid off for the herpes. He'd gone and bought a load of houses, hadn't he, in cash. And prior to that, he had no money. A month before he'd had, he was like in an overdraft. Mm. Then he got all this money which apparently came from Diddy, which he paid in cash for houses. Then the next thing, he's running into a Trump hotel shooting. And then he's into the police station and they're expecting just like a left wing, they're just probably just a nutter. And all of a sudden this dude starts spilling the beans. So my question is, do you think he's done that? to be able to be sit in prison, to be kept safe. A hundred percent I do. And it gets more interesting when we talk about the court cases, isn't it? We're going to get there in a minute. Yeah, because as I'm watching this, I'm thinking, dude, what are you doing? Because he's just talking about so much stuff. And and they're not leading him. They're not asking, but he is just, they're letting him talk. He's just, he is literally just going through... Here's here's what's going on. Here's how they did say, okay, but wait, how did you get from there to Trump Doral? How show me that connection? What made you? What why would you do that? Right? Yeah. And and he said <laughs> it was so good. Uh let's see. He said that he witnessed the threat from Rick Ross when I guess P. Diddy sent Rick Ross to his house after he got the settlement for the herpes. And he was, it scared him. I mean, you know, that that P. Diddy would send, I mean, just send somebody after. It shouldn't, I don't know that it scared him, scared him, but he didn't go to the door. He sent someone else, but they witnessed it. So it was beautiful that, that, his friend actually witnessed that happen. And he said, they ask him how, what does he do? What kind of business does he have? Where does he work? He's got uh, Pegasus Mineral Trading, which is training uranium and oil and all kinds of stuff. And then he's this in is another of- rabbit hole, isn't it? Which we, we won't go down. But that is huge because also Jonathan Oddy is from South Africa. He's correct. He's originally from South Africa, but he is a patriot in America. And I I know this all sounds crazy because I'm thinking, not if he went into Trump around tried to shoot it up. He's not. But but hear us out. (laughs) So he took three shots to the leg, I think really, to protect. Donald J. Trump from being assassinated by these people. He's trying to get the police to understand how many people are connected in all this, how thick this this web of lies and and deceit and corruption is, and how it all comes together aiming at Trump. And it's it's just it was really um he just he didn't have to share the things he did. He just didn't have to. It, it was not in his best interest, probably, to do it. But he was. Um, I'm a pretty good judge of. I'm a very good judge of character. I read people spiritually. That's what I do. I know that I know that I know that that it was self preservation for him, and he wanted 
to genuinely protect. And he said, I want to protect the American people and Donald J. Trump from the cabal. And I want them to stop taking Saudi money because HRC and Obama have a plan with the Saudis. And that was in 2018, and everything changed after that. We know that, too. But anyway, it was just um, it was just very interesting the way that that all came together. At the uh, end of the video, you're, you're left kind of stunned, just going, wow. So he's, he's really doing this. When did he go up in court? So this is 2018. He's gone into the piece, obviously being charged for the shooting. Yes. He got lawyers. So they're going to prepare for the case. He's got to go in front of a judge. He doesn't, I presume, does this, I don't think he comes out on bail. His, 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 no his, bail. No bail. So he's sitting, is that a county jail or is this just like a little prison? Like, what? How does that, he's not in front of a judge. He's been charged, but he hasn't been given us, he hasn't been sentenced and he hasn't been sent to federal prison, I suppose. Is that right? I don't know how it works. You tell me. Correct. He is still, yeah, he was still in Miami-Dade um, prison, and he is just, they basically, I think, were holding him as probably a witness or or at least trying to get a good feel. I, I, I'm sure they had to do some investigating on him and so find out. Where is he due up in court? How long does that usually take to get in front of a judge? Because usually it's quite quick. They go in front of a judge, and they say, yeah. Court dates, don't they? And then that's when you sit in prison and wait for the bail. But he didn't even go up in. Has did it? How long did it take him to just be put in front of a judge? Then May twenty first, twenty eighteen. So he he went to jail on the eighteenth. He went in front of Judge Mindy Glazer on May twenty first, twenty eighteen, and um, she actually and I'll I'll provide links to all of this so that you guys can go through and see that video i've got the video of, of that where he does admit to pulling the the fire alarm and uh his attorney says i don't i don't think there's any evidence of him pulling the fire alarm and he turned around and looked at his attorney and said i did pull the fire alarm and the judge looked at him and said uh mr odie you don't have to answer right now and he said i know <laughs> but wow. he's honest He's just being honest, you yeah. know, and then his, he, uh, she asked him something else and he's talking to her, but she can't hear him. And she said, Mr. Odie, it seems that your attorney turned your microphone off. That's probably a good idea. <laughs> and that's the end of the video. It's just like, that's probably a good idea. Oh, okay. So that was to determine what? That what? was just a preliminary hearing when she put him in the county jail. So I don't know. And at that point, let me, I've got a document. Let me pull this up. So he's uh, just, been, so he's been arrested, been in front of the judge saying, okay, this is what you've been charged with. Until your trial, you're going to be held at the county jail until your official trial when you're put in your, when your lawyers will put in your plea of guilty or not guilty. Yes. And at that point, um, what month? We're still in May here. May of 2018. Is that right? And yeah. And then we haven't heard anything. We just haven't heard anything. It's like the whole thing dropped. It went away. There's nothing. So here we are now in Friday, the 29th of December, 2023. Jonathan Oddie still hasn't been in front of the judge. He's well, still. Go on. Let me, let me back up a minute. Before you go there, Jonathan Odie's, uh, well, the police, the Miami-Dade police re-released this interrogation tape. Now, from 2018, they just re-released this a couple weeks ago. That was and odd. It, and it was released out of the blue in 2021 as well, three years ago. Right. So... That's odd, right? That's very strange. That why they, have they done it now? Why now? And the how many court cases was he supposed to? So, were the, so 
were there court cases set and did they get cancelled, adjourned? What what happened? That's it. I've been trying to find. And I was like, what is going on? Well, so as soon as I started digging, and I mean, it was like I had just heard of this and had just started digging. The next thing I run across is an obituary. He's dead. And I'm like, what? There's an obituary out there for him where where he died, what, two, three weeks ago? And uh, I'm like, no way. No, 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 no. Come on. So after a little more searching, it turns out, no, he's not. He's still sitting in the Miami-Dade County Jail. And I've done a, a search, an inmate search today, and he is still sitting in the Miami-Dade County Jail. I believe the man is in witness protection. I believe that they is are there holding- not court dates. Now, this is the this is what clinches it. Yeah, so there is a court date. There is a case coming up right between P. Diddy and Cassie. There's that. Yeah, there's that case. But what date? What date is John? Wouldn't six twenty twenty four. And. Sorry, could we just remind people what hmm. is the Epstein documents being released with the 170 names of the enables? Wouldn't that, not- that be January 6, 2024? It's around those dates, either the 4th or the 6th. It's the 4th. Yeah, it's coming. That's, that's going to come out. That Jeffrey Epstein list is going to come out on the 4th. And then that's we've got how many court dates has he had and they've all been cancelled? Four, five? Oh, there have been. I don't. I've not been able to find. I've not been able to find them. I, I've been looking and I cannot. I, I honestly cannot find it. I'm not sure. This guy, let's let's just, I know I keep going over, but this is so big that I it want is. people, like Christine and I were going just off on tangents when we were doing this last week, right? So let's just recap. A guy back in 2018 bursts into a Trump hotel shooting. This guy gets interrogated on camera about the shooting. He then goes in, Bosch and cooperates. He Cassie basically cooperates his story, doesn't she? Oh, because her case didn't come out until this year. So Jonathan oh. is back there spilling all of this, all of it. The bourgeois, the people who are in charge, how they work, how their OMO works, what did he gets up to, what his freak-offs are over, what they're doing with billionaires and private jets, which brings in Ron Burkle, but we'll hold fire for him till the next show. Um, He's gone, and then he's been sitting without being in front of a judge, putting a plea deal in for his lawyers. He, nothing, none of that. One, why hasn't his lawyers gone in and said this is unconstitutional? Why is he still sitting there without going in front of a judge and having a proper ca- a proper hearing? Uh-huh. Why why is that? And then he he's giving all these details. It's Miami, Florida, Epstein's around there, and then he's he's going to actually supposed to be in front of a judge two days after the Epstein logs, the enabler logs. Not these just aren't people who are linked to Epstein. These are people who enabled, like we're going to see Rachel Chandler. We're going to see Sarah Brothman. We're going to see many big names involved. We're going to see P. Diddy on that list. We're going to see R. Kelly. So there is no such thing as a coincidence. This guy has got it all. Yeah, he does. And and he is sitting in... And again, I I sincerely, with all my heart, believe that this is such a brilliant witness. He is sitting with no bond on a case for second degree murder with a deadly weapon, aggravated battery, um, assault with an aggravated assault, I guess, with a firearm, 
burglary with assault or battery, criminal mischief, grand theft, pulling a fire alarm. Those are the charges that he's got. The deal is, I don't think he killed anybody. <laughs> you know, um, I'm not sure if anybody else got shot. Yeah, we can dive into that. We can dive, we can go further. I Ask want this whole show, Christine, is just to get people used to who Jonathan Oddy is and how important this guy is going to be to bring down to bring down all of these people because as you mentioned he was there performing sex act while diddy was there doing business so he heard it all i he's seen it all he's heard it all he yeah and and he has got ties to all kinds of people himself funny enough on the dancing bear that's a dig all by itself. Yeah, the dark if people what if you know, because we've got you know, there people are really stepping up on what they're finding when I have asked for digs. So if there is anyone out there who wants to go digging into Dancing Bear, because Christine and I are going to be fully following this, mm -hmm. uh, and Jonathan Oddy and Ron Burkle, who we will be doing another show on. Um, but if anyone wants to dig and give myself or Christine um a nod, just um, info at libertytactics.co.uk. Christine's in the process. She'll have a um, she'll have a Liberty Tactics uh, email soon enough, so people can email you direct, Christine. But that would that would help no end if people want to start digging into what this Dancing Bear agency is all about, uh, because it's also an escort agency. Plus, it's like this, um, as Christine explains, like this almost like a strip club, come swingers, whatever, sex club. One to this that is also really coming to a head right now the way people are all interconnected yeah. is td jakes and people yes. well, so who is td jakes because obviously we got a lot of listeners here in the uk so for benefits of listeners who the hell is td jakes td jakes is a mega pastor in the united states he yeah. has an enormous church following and is big church in Texas, I believe. Um, he is he is he not Debbie's pastor, or is Debbie. that Potter's House? Is his church? It's called the Potter's House. Now, I've I've met TD Jakes. I've I went to Azusa back in the. Was it late 80s, early 90s in Tulsa, Oklahoma? And he was there with Benny Hinn and all kinds of people. And it was, you know, it was a wonderful gathering at that point. But things went south with a lot of them after that. And I thought that very interesting because, you know, the power of God was in that place. But but that's a whole other thing. You know, you can, you can be in the power of God and not participate in it, you know. A demon can be in the presence of, but they can't stand long, so they got to go do their own thing, you know. So, I I find it interesting that the demons are scurrying so fast right now, and that this is all coming to a head, and judgment is here. Enough is enough. God has had enough of our kids being trafficked. He has had enough of the bloodshed. He has had enough, and I, I had an encounter last night, and I can guarantee you, very suddenly, when he moves, it's going to be so fast, and it is going to impact this entire world in a way that it will never be the same, ever. It will never be the same, and, and you're, it, that is about to happen. I, I would say all coming together around the same time, like you know, it's coming out. I, Will Smith, you know, we got the links to Will Smith. We've got so many people, so many people starting to talk out. You've got Gene Deal, who was Diddy's bodyguard. He's talking out. You've got Uncle Ron, who was Beyonce's bodyguard, and P and Jay Z's. You know, we're now gonna we're now gonna be after P Diddy. We're gonna move on to Jay Z because Jay Z is worse. We've always yeah. kind of known that. Um, he keeps Beyonce. Oh, 
have you, okay, have you heard about Roseanne and Tom Hanks? Who? Roseanne. And I know, but Roseanne's a patriot. Tom Hanks is a pedo. Livy had to run to Greece to try, or, or he could be dead. Okay. Um, Roseanne, I just saw today, and I don't know, and I haven't confirmed this, so I'm still digging, so don't take this as, as for sure. Allegedly. Allegedly, I saw a story where allegedly she had invited Tom Hanks onto her new show to have kind of a, you know, comedy between the two of them from two different worldviews. And he, she made a joke about something and he got offended and suggested she change the script to make it more politically correct. And she told him he could take his woke rump somewhere else but nope she just kicked him out and that's done why well, she would have had him in the first place kind of bothers me no there's something going on here because do you know who tucker colson had on over christmas kevin yeah Smith. yeah i had to i had to go back just to say that can't be right is it I, just taking the mickey and it's a double i don't I, know so there's something going on there is definitely, definitely something going on. But we're going to call it a day here. We're going to be back in the next few days. We will probably come back, if you're all right to do that, Christine, the second those Epstein files are released. Yeah. It's going to take us a few days to work through them. Yeah, that's going to be huge. That, that is going to be huge. Christine will probably start from the top and I'll probably start from the bottom and we'll meet somewhere in the middle. Yeah. <laughs> probably. Um, and then obviously we've got Jonathan Oddie's court case if it goes ahead. If we've got any friends in Florida, Miami, and you want to go down to the court and tell us what's going on. Wow. My goodness. Yeah. Something's going on there. But it's going on. It's going to be a lot of fun to see how all this plays out. And in the end, we know, and don't ever forget this, in the end, we know God won, and so do we. So it's there is no fear, zero there is fear. No fear. This is a movie, it, it and it is like being part. How we've been doing it and been delving. It's like we it, we are our own. I don't know. We've gone on right missions, Christine and I. Christine even had a prophetic word from the Lord when her and I were on the phone, or she'd been that something had come to her, and she said something's telling me Semex. Why 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 Semex? What's oh, that? Right? Oh, she, this is so bizarre, guys. So bizarre. She said, Why is Semex, which is cement, why Semex linked to what we're talking about? Well, when they were down on the border a couple of years ago, on the Semex site on the border is where a load of trafficking was going on. So we're like, Well, how's this got to do with Diddy? And she said, I don't know. It's just come to me. And then we look. Christine looks at her Google search, and this was pre-hearing the word Semex. This is so weird. Yes. What I had done. You were looking I, at Jonathan Odeon down the bottom as you scroll down. And you say, that was bizarre. I had several tabs open on my computer because I'd been doing research that day. And the very when you asked me to research Jonathan Audie, I didn't have a clue who he was. So I did a search, a Google search for just Jonathan Audie, and I looked at images to see what he looked like, who he is, so that I would recognize him as I was going through stories and things. Okay. Well, there's a whole bunch of pictures of Jonathan Odie. So I I just looked at his the first couple ones, saw his face, and I moved right on and started digging and doing stuff. Well, that was first thing that morning. Lou and I have been through all, everything we've just shared with you came out that day. Like we went through all of this. At the end of the day, we reconnected. We were on the phone and I said, why am I getting C-Mix? Like the Holy Spirit just dropped. I'm seeing, I said, I see a, a cement truck and, and it says C-E-M-E-X. And I don't even know what that is. And she was like, C-Mix, wait, that has something to do with traffic. And I'm like, oh my God. I said, but how's it related to this, to Jonathan Odie, right? Well, all of a sudden, 
Lou and I are on the phone. I scroll through my tabs. I'm trying to search for something. I look at those images and I'm like, why do I still have that open? And I scroll down to the bottom of the images. It didn't even the- say Semex on the image, though. It was just this weird image, wasn't it? It was like a and then in that in that article, like it was just a weird photo, wasn't it? So you click the photo and it opened up an article where they're talking about. Go on, sorry, I keep jumping in. That's okay. I go all the way to the bottom of the images. On the bottom left, there's a newspaper article, and I'm like, "What the heck is that?" So I clicked it. I open it up, and what does it say? Cmex. I'm like, "What?" I I about lost it. I was just like, are you kidding? It'd been there all day long. And I hadn't seen it. There is basically, there is a link now. We don't know where it's come from. I was in complete and utter, I, I, I actually was speechless, which is rare for me. I couldn't, I was trying to fathom out how that, that image of a newspaper article would be on the bottom of the images for Jonathan Oddie. It, I just don't, and the thing is, it, the image doesn't even say Stemex, so it's not as if it's a voice recognition, but she'd done that search before the word Stemex had ever come into anything. Yeah. It's right. I'm doing one again to see if it'll look. But yeah, so, I just in Jonathan Audi and went to images, and that was it. And and it was it was certainly not at the top, but it, you know, it, it came. Down there. Out. It was there. It was there. So we don't know what the link is between Diddy, Jonathan Audience, and Semex. If anyone wants to find that out, you can find any links to these big corporations. I mean, saying that he's got La Shell Company, which is, oh, it's a bit different, but it's, I don't know. We don't know, but we just wanted to share what we've got so far. We're going to come back and we're going to bring somebody called Ron Burkle into this. Oh, dear. Another billionaire. Yeah. Uh, um, we're gonna be talking more about him because this this Diddy case is 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 very deep with, with some very bizarre names. We're gonna be talking Will Smith one day. Um, we're gonna do more on to this T D Jakes, who runs these mega churches and see what he's involved in because apparently he's been at the free coughs, hasn't he? That's allegedly at the moment. And I I'm seeing stories today where he and P. Diddy were actually gay lovers for years now. There you go. Yeah. Right, we've done an hour. I'm going to go out for dinner because I'm on holiday. So everyone is waiting for me. We're going to check out now libertytactics.co.uk If you have got any information you know, that you could share with us at the moment, you can either send it lou at libertytactics.co.uk or info at libertytactics.co.uk and I will get relevant stuff over to Christine um, and, you know, we can, we will carry on because we keep hitting things out of the blue. We keep going off on tangents and, and just more, more sort of like webs in our spider web we're adding. It's just all coming together, painting this gigantic picture for us, isn't it? Beautiful, yeah. Yeah. Christine, how can people see what you're doing? Well, uh, follow me on Truth Social. I am at Q, just the letter Q, Team Awesome. T-E-A-M-A-W-E-S-O-M-E. Find me there. Christine Miner on Facebook if you want to follow me there. Um, I'm on Rumble under uh, Q Team Awesome. You can find us there as well, and and we do a few videos here and there, but but not a whole lot. So, you guys just just basically, if you've got anything, shoot it to Lou. She'll get it to me, and I will keep digging. Yeah, and um, we're also going to be doing a faith show uh, come the new year, maybe once a week, where me and Catherine are just going to ask because we're new, we're new to the whole faith thing. Well. I shouldn't, I'm not, I should meet no more than what I do because it's been a few years now. But Christine has a way of breaking stuff down to make so things so simple where we're just trying to complicate things all the time. So we're going to be doing a lot more of that in the future. But for now, God bless everybody. God bless my amazing friend Christine. Prayers to you. God bless Kat, who can't be here. 
And if everyone could just say a big hi to Jason Nota as well. He's been doing loads behind the scenes recently. So libertytactics.co.uk and me, Christine and Catherine will be back. We might do one in a day or so just to say goodbye to uh, 2023 and hello to 2024. Buckle up, buttercups. It's going to be a ride. Bye, Christine. Thanks so much, Lou. Have a great day.